Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Race for the Ring, episode 129, Girl Power with Paulina Lopez. Welcome to The Race for the Ring, the podcast about dating and embracing self-love and inner confidence. I'm your host, Mindy Barnett. I'm an entrepreneur, two-time author, keynote speaker, television contributor, and soon-to-be psychotherapist. Since re-entering the dating world after my divorce, I found dating life eye-opening. In an age of online swiping and in-person meetups, I found the world of love and lust has been a confusing place to be. So each week, we will chat with a different dating king or queen, socialite, or relationship expert and explore the many facets of dating today and come up with our clear plan on how to find the finest fish in the sea. Ready, set, go! Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Race for the Ring. As we get ready for Valentine's Day, I am going to hone in on the importance of girl camaraderie, female friends, girl power, all of the above. And today, I am joined by author and business coach, motivational speaker, and the CEO and founder of the Business of We, which is Women Entrepreneurs, Paulina Lopez. Paulina and I have known each other for quite some time. I was a member of her business of we she coached me personally i speak at her events and i am completely in awe of the amazing and beautiful network of female friendships that she has created and how she obviously is helping these women propel in their uh entrepreneur journeys entrepreneurial journeys i should say so a little bit about the business of we it's basically um a minority business women and entrepreneur networking group and paulina Um, through her vast knowledge, provides them with resources, essential strategies, innovative resources, support, clarity, motivation, inspiration, and all of the personal and professional access and success tools that they could possibly need. She is indeed a trailblazer and an inspiration, as I mentioned, to so, so many women. So I'm super excited to introduce you to my friend and colleague, Paulina Lopez. Hello, Paulina. Welcome to the Race for the Ring. It's been a long time coming. So we've known each other for quite some time. Um, I think we became friends because of my pushiness. But <laughs> I just squeezed my way right into your life. But um, um, but I think that uh, you've taught me so much. You worked with me um, as a business coach. You're my colleague. I've spoken at some of your amazing events that you've hosted. 
For those who are listening who don't know what Business of We is all about, um, basically you're helping women quit their day job, you know, in a sense, and launch their hustle as their main bread and butter, which is so amazing and empowering that, they, they, you know, you're able to enable these women to actually live the dream in reality. That's cr- incredible. Um, all right. So let's talk a little bit about the friendships and um all of the uh, bonding that takes place amongst, like, I guess, your memberships, right? You're, the women that really get to know each other are, and they go to your various meetings monthly or whatever it may be. Um, how important is that? Like, how, what are some of the, um, I guess, skills and skill sets that you've seen kind of instilled in these women because they, you know, they come in, they don't know each other, they're leaning in on each other, and and there's proven science and data that it's really important for women, especially men too, but more so for women to have that network of, of, of gal friends, gal pals, so to speak, that they can lean on. And have it on the ugly side of it, like with... um. And when you, I imagine this doesn't really exist in, in your network. Um, I, I've witnessed it, so I can say that firsthand. But in the corporate space, have you ever had any experiences of competitiveness with, not you personally, like that you had that attitude, but have you been on the receiving end of some of that with other female counterparts when you were in the corporate world? Interestingly enough, that didn't pertain to me because I was in HR. So I was kind oh, of... Oh, right. Okay. So you were probably like <laughs> intercepting that maybe, right? Uh, I, was yeah. the, I was definitely the referee, but I, of course, witnessed it. Where I would say that was probably where I thrived the most because I was able to recognize where the person needed to do that that personal work because of the certain excuses they were making or um, just the way they were approaching a certain situation. And that's a perfect opportunity to take responsibility for your own action. So, yes, I was the referee. I was the middle person. Didn't pertain to me. Where I probably started to see it in some ways is when I first launched my business and I was looking for the right circles. That's where I saw a lot of competition. Did you? Can you share a few anecdotes about that? Well, it was definitely around uh, like ideal clients and so on. And because I was so green, I was so new at this. Yeah. Even though I had my HR experiences and background, yeah. I was able to identify it. But what that gave me was even greater clarity of why it was so important to create these types of circles where the the women around didn't feel any type of way. So in other words, like I said before, it's just understanding that collaborative spirit immediately and sensing that with some other women. Yeah. And listen, yeah. everyone's not for you. Not everyone should be in your circle. They say that your environment is everything. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, it's, it really comes down to you understanding that you can support people, but it might be from afar. Yeah, yeah. you don't have to be everyone's best friend, so to speak. Yeah, which I often find challenging because I want to help everyone. I know, I I know, I know, because we're both like empaths in that way. But it's not always like a a positive trait, you know. Um, There's only so much energy you have. And I've learned like to try, at least I'm trying, it's a daily, it's a daily (laughs) reminder. I'm supposed to tell myself, but, um, you know, just to 
try to set some boundaries and just give what you get, you know, although I really don't like to have that marker. I like to just give because I like to give, but sometimes it's important to remember who's giving too, so that you're giving them more attention because they're more deserving of your time and energy. Um, so, okay. So let's talk a little bit about, um, maybe some of the biases that you've seen just amongst women and why, why women I've in my book, you don't need to be a bitch to be a boss. I have like a whole bunch of information about why women compete and there's some healthful ways and unhealthy ways. Um, unhealthy being obviously like when you're comparing yourself and you're being vindictive, certainly, but healthy in the sense that you're looking up to women and as, as role models and you want to emulate them in some shape or form. So for you, Paulina, have you um, have you had role models, uh, female role models in your life? And is some of that is what inspired you to try to help other women kind of launch their own dreams? Absolutely. I mean, especially when you first start your journey, there's going to be women that you admire and want to emulate. But when it, when you start growing that, you realize that you're, the only person you're competing with is yourself, mm-hmm. an older yourself so that's where the comparison should be okay how much have I grown how much have I changed and evolved how much have I learned from these situations and that's really really the only place you should do any type of comparison because no one is you no one has your unique advantages and your skill sets and so on so uh, I mean I've I've literally removed the word competition from my vocabulary that's great because I really don't need it and it doesn't serve me in any way, shape, or form because that's where you kind of take yourself down into a really negative space. Yeah, you go down that hole, that rabbit hole. Um, Absolutely. Do you, what about social media? Do you find yourself comparing yourself or just have in the past um, to other women that are in networking groups and things like that that are spearheading that? I used to. I don't anymore. <laughs> I like pulled myself out of that mess. Yeah, I, I definitely, uh, the beginning stages of my business, I did a lot of comparison because I wasn't quite there yet. Yeah. And then when I got clear on, on how I wanted to do things differently, then it didn't even matter. It didn't matter mm-hmm. that they were doing things a certain way. Um, it all came down to, all right, Paulina, how do you want to do this? How do you want to lead this space? And um, and again, I just went back to, okay, what didn't work for me? What did work? And, and grow from there. That's great. What are some of the issues that come up amongst your female group um, in terms of troubleshooting and things of that nature? Then they help each other. And maybe some of the topics that came up in the last conference that you held, perhaps, that you might be able to share. Absolutely. Well, definitely this conversation was uh, perfect because competitive edge comes up a lot. But more importantly is uh, being seen, Mm. you know? Women are having challenges just being seen. And of course, one of the greatest things that we have as women is we want to do it all. We have to outsource. We have to learn to outsource what we don't don't want to do, what we shouldn't be doing, and just focus on, you know, what we should be. So I say uh, outsource, focus on on the best, (laughs) which is you, and outsource the rest. That's what I've been saying to my ladies. Uh, So that's been the greatest challenge, being able to give themselves permission to hire a team to do the things that they shouldn't be doing. So what are some of the things that you outsource that you don't like? I'm just curious. Myself, I definitely say there's certain systems and structures that I'm a big believer that 
you should be showing up in your business, especially when you hit that post button or even when you comment. That energy should come directly from you. Yeah. So you should be behind the scenes on that for the most yeah. part. But then when it comes to the operations aspect of it, like you don't have to schedule it yourself. You can have someone do that for you. You don't have to create the graphics yourself. Maybe right. uh, okay. the initial uh, uh, like captions and content should be created by someone else. And then you can tweak it and edit it to be more your voice. That I think you can do, but um, not everything from beginning to end. Yeah, it's hard though for me it, to it let go. Is. I know. Because then I'm like, oh, that's not the way I would have done it. But like, no, totally. but this, I see what you're saying in terms of like content for social media or just like marketing and stuff for sure. That's Absolutely. stuff that you can let go of and just, oh yeah. man, so to speak. Just more yeah. the customers and the, the touches that you need to do with clients. I feel like it's hard. You know, yeah. not to, yeah, but you do want to do it all. It's tough. Definitely tough. How about like some of like the women in your group that may be juggling motherhood and raising kids and even if they're like a single parent, even like it's even more cumbersome and then running their business. Do you, do you hear anything about that? Do, do the ladies chime in about that and lean on each other in that regard too? Yeah, they do. And one of the conversations is setting boundaries. You said it before. That's the most important thing that we have to do as women is setting boundaries. And when you outsource in your business, you also can outsource in your home. Like you shouldn't be cleaning the house if you're a business owner and you your service pricing offering is triple what you could pay a cleaning lady or even five times more than what you would clean, uh, you know, hire a cleaning lady. Same with the babysitter and the nanny. Mm-hmm. Let the ex- what they what they do i uh, i joke around with the ladies because i say you know what i'm not gonna take away from my cleaning lady what she loves to do and that's cleaning because i don't <laughs> i know no mine's the best she's so good yeah i yeah. know and she's happy i actually exactly. like cleaning too she's but actually, she's and and you can't happy. do it all as you said <laughs> so i'm like ocd so i get a little <laughs> i get dopamine I like rush from <laughs> i know I'm like, what no but i know yeah. i know definitely yeah. your time's better spent in other places it's, it's more better spent yeah and i was gonna say my daughter makes fun of me because she says are you cleaning for the cleaning later she's gonna be here tomorrow to do this and i'm like yeah but i want to make it you know so it's not all over the place and it's it's crazy crazy that we <laughs> i know it's always a struggle right um yeah. okay so in terms of your life, like how, what are some of the friendships that you've like really leaned in on? Do you find that in times when you may not have been in a romantic relationship, your female camaraderie is really kind of pulled through and carried you through? I'm sort of in that point right now. It's on the dating, but I don't have like anybody special, special, sort of. There's a few prospects, yeah. but you know, um, <laughs> but I'm, everyone asks me like, are you happy? I'm like, yeah, I'm really happy because I'm blessed. I have, I mean, I have like the love of my life right now but I have so many amazing friendships that it really fills that void I agree yeah no that's a that's a big thing in the community with the business of we is we come together and we support each other on all levels of our lives and what I've been loving witnessing is we invite each other to our own personal events i've been to four weddings in the past oh that's awesome yeah from women in the community and not just me being invited to the wedding but other women in the community being in the room as well and that's that says a lot about this community how they bonded and created such a sisterhood that i can go to four to five weddings and uh for my 
my members and clients and also see other members of the community there as well. That's but awesome. That speaks volumes for sure. Mm-hmm. That's great. All right. So tell us more about what's on the horizon for the business of we are you doing a retreat this year? Yes, yes, yes. We have our sixth annual wellness retreat coming up April 19th through the 23rd in uh, the Dominican Republic. Oh, so nice. I was just there. It was my first time. It was so beautiful. I love that. I love that. Um, so if people want to join, they want to get in touch with you, like all of that good stuff, can you share a little bit about how you work, um, how they can, with the different types of um, involvement that you offer for women that are looking to expand their businesses, have a group of female friends, things like that. Sure. So they can check everything out at the business of we. Uh, the website is bizofwe.com. That's b i z o f w e dot com, and all the social media handles are business of we. They can check out some of the events and photos there. Uh, but in terms of the programming, so every first Wednesday of the month, which is today, I host a introduction to masterminding via Zoom at seven p.m. Eastern time. So that's a free RSVP. You're happy to, you you know, I'm happy to have you share that with the, excuse me, with the audience. So that happens on the first Wednesday of the month. And then we host a live masterclass in Midtown on the last Thursday of the month here in Midtown uh, with a guest speaker. That's the monthly event. And then every quarter, as I shared, we host a bigger event. And obviously the two biggest events we host throughout the year is the Wellness Retreat in the Caribbean and then the Entrepreneur Summit in the fall, which is around October. And the sprinkled uh, events that we do in terms of private dinners and so on. But there's also a 12-week mastermind group that I host for entrepreneurs every quarter. And um, that's a really robust inner circle where we come together for 12 weeks and solidify our business model. So that's uh, got a lot of tough love, accountability, strong support system for these women to come together and uh, help us grow our businesses. Yeah. That's great. Where do they meet in person like once a week for 12 weeks? No, that 12 work? weeks via Zoom. I mean, pre-COVID, okay. we used to do it in person. Probably easier for, for people. Yeah, as well. And, and yeah, Zoom, that was the one thing we got from the pandemic. Yep. It's a blessing and a curse. It's, it's, it's a lot when you're on Zoom all day, but it's definitely great when you have to do meetings and you don't have to travel. It's so much more time efficient, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, that's the programming of the Business of We events. And uh, so much more, of course, partner events here and there that uh, they have exclusive access to when available. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, when you, at one point, I'd love to come and talk about burnout. Oh, yeah. Um, I did a research paper from, you know, in graduate school. I tell everybody every episode, I think. I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting my master's in clinical psychology, but for my research class, I did a whole research paper on burnout and the causes of it and how to prevent it. And it's a real thing that most women, especially women, especially suffer from. Women. Yeah. So I'd love to talk about how to avoid it and if you and how it's important, like even if you, you know, you're running a business and you have employees that uh, have burnout, like how I, I, I'm actually one that like be like work after hours because you always feel like you have to be allegiant right yeah. um and you want to be a good worker be and like prove your uh, you know like uh, you're i'm available 24 7 but it's actually a detriment to everybody so that's my pitch 
<laughs> but I think I, I think that anybody in, in the business space, especially females, can benefit from that information. So anyway, all right. Well, thanks, Paulina. It was really great to have you. All right, you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for being here. Appreciate you. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Race for the Ring. Today's episode was produced and edited by Danielle Gordon. I so appreciate your ear and insight. And if you like today's episode, please write us a review. They can make or break a good podcast. Just like a dull dude can be the kiss of death. Be sure to check out my new book, You Don't Need to Be a Bitch to Be a Boss. It's available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. And say hi to me on Instagram. I'm at Mindy.Barnett. See you next week. Bye.